Welcome to the Monetize Your Ministry Podcast. And you get a chance to interact with them. To me, that's full-time ministry. And did I have to? Because talk with our Jesus is like a It brings in itself and then open. I want to provide content and things that I help change lives. And I simultaneously want to, to receive a blessing from that. Now here's your host, Kamon Hunt. All right, welcome to a special episode of the Monetize Your Ministry podcast. You know we look a little different today, right? We're on location. We're on location. I'm here in Huntsville, Alabama, um, dropping off my kids for college, uh-huh. and I decided to hang out with a good friend of mine, Kirk Nugent. Absolutely. He's man. our guest today. Yeah, yeah, Kirk, yeah. this is the first time I'm doing an interview in, in person. person. I love so, it. So, man, this is, this is great. And <laughs> I don't know, by the end of this, you might make me feel like taking the show on the road. Listen, so. man, I'm telling you, for the new show that my wife and I are doing, we have been doing in person. And somebody literally sent us a message. They were like, I was so, it, it was so good to see that they weren't in another square. Yeah. Right? It's like, like, you know, we so, so many, so many yeah. squares. It's like, oh, that's pretty dope. I didn't think about that. Yeah. But yeah, no. We're possible. And yeah. You know, I love remote, but yeah. But yeah. And Kirk is, the reason why we're doing it this way is Kirk's story definitely connects with what we're going to be talking about Absolutely. in this episode yeah. of the Monetizing Ministry Podcast. So before we get started, you know what to do. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on YouTube or whatever uh, podcasting platform you listen to podcasts on. And if you're a friend of someone who has an idea, who has some business that they're trying to start or grow, share this episode with Come them. On. You got to share it. If you're a friend of theirs, share it with them. If you're a friend. Yeah, that's right. So Kirk. Yeah. Uh, we start off, we're going to talk about your journey and yeah. ministry and what you do. Yeah. But we like to start off with this question here. Give us a fun fact about yourself that people who even know you wouldn't know about you. Give us a fun fact. I am a fitness enthusiast. Okay. Um, a lot of, some people may, a lot of people don't know that, but some people may. But um, a lot of people don't know that I eat. I, I work out to eat. Now, I don't necessarily work out to have a, a, a sexy body or anything like that. I know that that health message is there and all that good stuff. But I work out so that I can eat. But the second reason that I work out, and this is a real cheat code, is because of the discipline it gives me. Mm-hmm. Um, when I start my day with a workout, I'm not thinking about anything else. I'm, not, I'm so laser focused on just getting that workout done. And there's a, a rhythm, there's a grind, there's a hustle that I get from that discipline in the workout that takes me through the rest of my day. So I love that stuff. And the last thing I'll share in the same vein is my my family and I are members of the Ninja Warrior Gym here locally in really? Huntsville. Yeah. Wow. Uh, my wife is a level five ninja. I'm a level three. So I have to have all my chores oh, man, come done. Come on now. <laughs> but, but lastly, we've actually, there are two members from our gym that have been on the show and oh, they, wow. they got us tickets to a live recording there in Atlanta. So, so Kirk, at some point we <laughs> might see your Kanique on the American no, Ninja Warriors. No, no, on, I don't, no, 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 no. Come no, on, no. Look, I'm <laughs> speaking it. I'm speaking it. Maybe, long. maybe Kanique, but definitely yeah. not me. <laughs> well, you, you mentioned that. So Kirk is married. His wife, Kanique and right, him, yes. uh, they, they, they run businesses, and I'll let you tell about that. Sure, and they're also sure. the parents of two wonderful young people. Absolutely. So, Kirk, tell, tell us a little bit about just the business that you and Kanique are involved in and you run together. So, it's composition. Uh, we do web design and we do video production. So, let me start on the web design side because that's actually our bread and butter. That's where we started. Okay. Uh, 2009, uh, we were pregnant with our son, and we decided that 
you know, my wife is going to be staying home, mm -hmm. but we wanted a professional outlet. She was already the webmaster for our church, Miracle Temple at the time. Which which we're going to get into because remember, this is the monetizing <laughs> ministry on, podcast. All right. No, this is this is it. This is the segue right here. But yeah, she 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 was uh, Chip Desard took her under his wing. Mm hmm taught her everything and then handed her the keys to the kingdom essentially wow, wow. and so not necessarily miracle that was her her ministry mm -hmm. but every other subsequent site that she started to manage became part of the business mm -hmm. and so composition was born composition with a k we're a family of k's so we we, we named the business composition with a k and so we, we, we have expanded over time before we were just doing web design and maintain meaning mm -hmm. product updates you know updating flyers and things like that but now we are full service mm. you can buy your domain with us okay you can host with us we do oh, maintenance okay. we do we'll content we'll updates and we do security and a lot of people are not realizing how critical security is you know i have an it background but you gotta have web security nothing says another uh, nothing pulls from your credibility as a business than having your website go down because it was hacked so you want to make sure that the security on that website is in place. Even if you don't go with composition, make sure you're thinking about web mm. security for your business. Yeah. So that's that's how we got started. There was always a desire to bring the video part in. And that was where I would come in later on, years down the line, to really join her in the business and provide that video component. All right. So we're going we're gonna to unpack some of this <laughs> stuff. Because, again, if you, if you if your first time you're watching this podcast, first time you're listening, we really stress here that, you know, ministry and marketplace go together, like ministry and putting it into um, developing uh, streams of income. Agreed. That is actually, you know, that's the right way to do it. Absolutely. But Kirk, let me take you back then. Yeah. Let's be, yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll get to what we're just going to unpack here. But I like to ask my guests, what's your definition of the word ministry? When you hear ministry, yeah. what is Kirk Nugent's definition? So ministry, meaning to me, means how you serve. Mm. In, in a very simple, simple sense, ministry means how you serve. Now, both of us are from the Caribbean. Um, my family and I lived in Africa for some years. And in those countries, uh, they don't have the Department of Education. You're right. A Department you're absolutely of, of right. Defense. Yeah, you're going to hear it. Department of, of, of Health. They all, all those departments, and those are government departments, mm -hmm. uh, all of those departments are actually ministries. That's right. The Ministry of Defense, yeah. the Ministry of Health, yeah. the Ministry Ooh. of Education. Ooh. And so I've always looked at it from the perspective of ministry is how you serve. Mm -hmm. And and so, you, you know, every, <laughs> how, how you serve is what, in my opinion, the Lord has intended for you not only to make impact, mm. but how you should make a dollar. Oh, that's good. How you should sustain yourself god yeah. has placed all of that in the way that you serve in your ministry yeah so kirk you, you mentioned you come from a caribbean <laughs> but also a ministerial background that's in right. terms of your dad that's right is a past my brother yeah that's right your brother <laughs> and you too now this is for me too <laughs> <laughs> and i, I think kanik's also a pk a pk that's right? past this kid mm -hmm. and so both of you have seen church work get up close and serving in the church but neither of you went into theology or studied that, right? No, you're right. You're correct. Neither of you. You neither studied of IT. That's right. I did a bachelor's in computer, computer engineering technology. Yes. Right. And she has her, uh, her computer information systems degree. And then she did a, um, a master's in, I believe it's information systems as well. Right. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, She's yeah. not using either of them. Yeah. <laughs> She's okay. in web design now. What's interesting. So her getting into web design and and... I'm sorry, can you, we're telling your story. Yeah, you probably yeah. do a better no, job. No, it's good. Yeah. It's good. 
But her getting into web design came from a need that she saw within yeah. the church, church body that she was a part of. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Talk about even you now. Like, what, what is, what, how, is some of the, how did you get into some of the things that you even started doing? Did that start off where you saw a need absolutely. within the church world? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So I had a, uh, I've always had a desire and an interest in video and videography and, um, and specifically YouTube content creation. So I even did a fitness blog vlog back in the day. Um, I've, I've just recently unlisted those videos on my YouTube channel about because there's over a hundred of them, right? Okay. I, I blogged my way through insanity. If anybody remembers Sean T and <laughs> yes, insanity yes, back yes. in the day. So, but I always had this interest in doing that. <clears throat> and then God just kind of kept on opening up doors and opportunities for me to use that skill set or even hone that skill set for the church. Mm -hmm. And that kind of came to a head during the pandemic. And so, we really decided to make a, a full push. So I left full-time employment as a chief technology officer at Wallace State Community College and went into pursue video, mainly live video, live streaming, uh, video podcasts and web shows full-time, yeah. producing those for clients. But it came out of, as you, as you mentioned, uh, there was a need in a lot of these spaces. Our churches needed to go live our, and, and didn't know how. And so I remember creating a video for my team, just my team, because I kept, mm -hmm. I felt, I was so tired of them asking me, how do you do that setting again? Ooh. What was that setting you showed? So I said, let me just create a video, created the video, the easiest place I knew to host it because of my experience with YouTube as a vlogger back when I was doing fitness was YouTube. So I put the video on YouTube and send it to my team. My team is saying, hey, can you make this public? Because we want to share with a friend or two. Next thing I know, that video has got 10,000 views. Wow. And so that kind of started that journey as well. I wanted to really start feeding this audience that had kind of sprung up almost out of nowhere who wanted more content on how to live stream because the pandemic meant everybody was live streaming. That's right. Yeah. And a lot of my audience was also faith-based as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it, so there are a few things I just want to pull out of what you just said. There. Mm. I think for a lot of people, we want to figure out what's my thing, what am I supposed to do? I hear start business. I'm, yeah. Everyone I'm following on Instagram or whatever, <laughs> saying start business, start business, you gotta have a side hustle. What's my thing? Mm -hmm. And you really, you, you embody the fact that, okay, serve. Serve. Right, look for a need, even if you're a person of faith within your, your, your local church. Right. How, how are you serving, serving there? That's critical. And there's something you learn, one about yourself right. in that process, mm -hmm. but we also see what are some things and skill sets that I can develop here? You're not going in with the, okay, I'm gonna, Try to find a skill set. You're just going in serving, and serving is the clearest path to figuring out what is your unique ability. Ooh, that's good. And 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 it, what it, what you have at church, um, fortunately, and and you'll hear this in so many different people's stories across vast different disciplines and ex and experiences and expertise. At church, you have the ability to try and fail. Yeah, 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 yeah. Try yeah. and fail. Yeah. Try and fail, and it's in an environment where we're a lot more forgiving, yeah. right? So I got a chance to really try, you know, get my sea legs under me, as they say, with streaming while in this church environment where it wasn't as high profile, wasn't as, you know, critical that we got it right. But what we developed and myself and my team developed was an excellence that literally started turning heads. Um, it's a very small church, as you remember, yeah. the bridge. And People would tune in from across the nation on right. a Sabbath to Sabbath basis. 
But let me ask you this. Have you ever gone back to look at some of the first videos? Or maybe even if (laughs) Kanique can go back and find some of Because, of course, you update update websites. What do you think when you look back on some of the old stuff you did about the quality of it? Not, I, well, not the quality in terms of is it, but yeah. like how it compares to what you're at, where you are now. I, I sometimes I am, you know, you you cringe. Some, you know, that's just a natural response. It's like, oh, that that was rough. But there are other times where I'm actually impressed mm. because I recognize that I'm, um, you know, there there's an ingenuity, there's an innovation, there is a creativity in what I was doing then because I was a lot more free to mm-hmm. just poke around and mm-hmm. do. And there are things that I have actually gone, when I go back and look at some of those, there are things that I'm like, I need to, I stopped doing that. Mm. That was actually really cool. Mm. I need to pull that back in. Yeah. So there, it's a it's a mixed bag in yeah, terms yeah, of that good. experience, but it is always, I listen, athletes review film, uh, I believe anybody that wants to be a high performing individual needs to review film. Yeah, yeah. Period. Point blank. End of story. If you're not going back and looking at what you did prior, that's good. You aren't going to be able to make those tweaks so that you can get to the next level. Our guest today is uh, Kirk Nugent with Composition Media. You're hearing him <laughs> share. And and if you are starting something and you recognize, you know what? Um, I don't think it's all the way there. I, I don't have all the cameras because right, we as you look at our setup now, you may think, okay. I can't put out a video yet. I don't have the, the yeah, fancy camera. I don't nah. have the mic in front of my... Look, you didn't have all no. these to- toys that you are in front of us not now. did not have But this. you started. Yeah. And I think if you didn't start, you would not have developed to where you are. If you waited, yeah. Yeah. you would have never got started. Yeah. There's there's a thing I like to say um, when I'm on Amazon is that your your level of experience, your, your capacity to utilize the gear that you have, right, will only grow as you exhaust that mm-hmm. gear. Mm-hmm. So if you've never exhausted the current gear that you have, you'll never gain capacity to use more gear. Yeah. And so uh, as as you know, people get out there and they're like, oh, I need to buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. You actually don't know how to use them until you start to use Ooh. them. And using them will determine, that's the determining factor. Like I really don't need action. Like this setup here is a very much stripped down version of what I have in my studio upstairs. Mm-hmm. Because this the way we wanted to do this particular set, we wanted it to feel like, it's not a whole lot there. They, yeah. t- they turn on some lights. They're sitting at his, his dining room table. We wanted it to feel that way. To feel that way. <laughs> but upstairs, there's mood. Oh, yeah, there's, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, there's yeah, stuff yeah. in the ceiling. There's, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. But you you realize, like, man, for this particular show, I may want it to look like this. For this particular show, I may need that. Or how do I implement these tools based on what I'm trying to get across? What's the experience going to be for the audience? There's a number of things and you can only get to know those as you use them, right? That's good. Activity. All right, Kirk. So there are two things, two ways I want to go with this. Two two, two lanes. I want to find out when did you start charging people? And then I want to talk about how you moved out of the, let's call it church world. Mm -hmm. Because you mentioned Amazon, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so there are other companies you work with that are not faith-based organization. Very true. So let's start with the charging, right? Yeah. Doing stuff for free. You mentioned Kanique started with Miracle, your home church. Talk about the shift then to now start charging for something yet that you developed Mm -hmm. while serving in church. Was that a hard shift for you as a team? Yeah. Um, and talk about how you overcame any obstacles there. there so it was it, there. There are two shifts that happened. So one is, of course, when Kanik made the shift, and then when I made the shift. When Kanik made the shift, I was still in full time employment. I was still uh, our our family finances were linked primarily to what I brought in, and so Kanik had the ability and the freedom and the latitude to say no. Mm. 
and I know that that's not everybody's story out there, but I, 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 I encourage those that do have that latitude to exercise that ability of no, because there are people who saw the Miracle Temple website at the time, wanted that level of quality, but they were unwilling to pay. Mm -hmm. And so her first client didn't come until, you know, a little bit later on. She could have had clients. So she held on oh, yeah. oh, her price. Oh yeah, she's like, this is gonna be the price. Because for her, I do this at church as a ministry. I'm a stay at home mom. Anything else, it's gotta be worth my while mm -hmm. because my, my time Ooh, is already- Oh, that's good. It's, my time is already She's, spoken for. Yeah, it's not, you're paying me for the, you're paying no. me, I, I heard someone say this, you're paying this new mom to spend time away from this baby. Take You're pulling time from yeah, this baby. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, yeah. you've got to pay for that. And yeah. so she, uh, she was laser focused on that. And yeah, the pricing has shifted and changed over the years, but she had a price. And yeah. people, some people didn't think she should have a price at all. Yeah. All right, <laughs> but, right, but, right. But that was the transition. That was that. That made that transition smoother. Now, fast forward to when I left full time employment uh, to pursue this, uh, pursue uh, providing these kinds of services for people full time. Uh, there was something, I don't know how many others are out there that are like us, an entrepreneur family, meaning both my wife and I are mm. working in the business. This is a whole different journey. That's a different podcast <laughs> right there too. a whole different journey, yeah, but yeah. I will say to you that um, had it not been the case, I probably would have waffled. I would have just done some things for free. I would have, I would have taken on pro bono clients. I would have done, I would have, I would have, you know, waffled on the price, but because I knew that we no longer had an, a safety net. We no longer had a nine to five that was paying us on a regular basis. What we brought in is what we were going to use to sustain life. Mm -hmm. I had to hold fast mm. on those prices. In fact, um, there's so many lessons that I've, I've learned. It's entrepreneur life. I believe everyone should at least dabble in it for a little yeah. bit of time. There's something there's something special and unique and and spiritual. Yeah, uh, it's faith building. Uh, it's faith building, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Sometimes somebody will book a call with me and I'm like, how in the world did they get in touch? Yeah. And I just know that it's nothing but the Lord. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And 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 when you have that kind of recognition, you you approach the work differently. You um, yeah, you, you want to put your best foot forward. And and yeah, you just kind of recognize like, I yes, while I am, I have these skills and I have this way of serving and, and God is opening up opportunities for me to be able to serve more. He ultimately is the ultimate plug, right? Mm. That, that's where the sustenance comes from. That's where these, these clients are coming from. And so, yes, I want to serve them well, but I, I want to make sure that what I'm giving them is commensurate with what they're paying. So you said God, God is the ultimate plug. Oh, I like the ultimate that. plug. But it almost, I, as I hear you say this, so it's an act of faith to hold your price. It's an act of faith. It's an act of faith to not be desperate yeah. to yeah. just give away what God has given you, you yeah. developed for free when you had a price, right? Yeah. Because saying no, sometimes we're operating in doubt. That's it. I'm not going to get another person, so let me just, it's, it's 500, <laughs> take, you know, give me for 50. Yeah. But it's no, faith is like, if God is my ultimate plug, yeah. and this person says no, there's something God, else. There's another, there's another yeah. yes coming. Yeah, I, I, I subscribe to the belief that you, it's the, it's the farm to market mm -hmm. mentality in that what we've created here at home, what I've been in the lab fine tuning and 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 uh, leveling up in terms of my skill set, so that I can provide you this polished product, is what I'm bringing to market. Mm -hmm. So I'm at home as a farmer. Mm -hmm. I plant that seed. I, I nurture that seed. Yeah. I grow that seed. I like that. Come on. And 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 now I've reaped the fruit, and I'm bringing it to market. Yeah. And sometimes that fruit looks like corn. And sometimes that fruit looks like an apple. Yeah. Sometimes that fruit might look different, but the premise is the same. And 
the process that I had to go through, each fruit is different. And so your charge, your price, what you're paying for is for that entire process. Wow, that's good. Yeah. That's good. All right, Kirk. So church, you start off in the church. How do you branch out? Right? Because a lot of us yeah. think ministry. So my stuff, maybe, maybe the church people like it, right? Because they like anything. <laughs> that right? is. You know, you know, they, but the businesses, right? You mentioned Amazon. Yeah. How yeah. do I now move? How did you move out from beyond just faith organiz faith based organizations to other businesses? What's what's Give us, give us some steps. Give us some tips, even. I, I will, I would say this to any, any, any entrepreneurs that are out there. If you're, you, again, you're, you're a subscriber to this podcast. This message is for you. Don't just stay in your comfort, comfort zone in terms of your friend groups. Mm, okay. One of the things that YouTube did for me is it allowed me to be discoverable. That's a whole other conversation mm. for another time. Mm. It allowed me to be discoverable. It allowed for people to recognize that there was a person. There is a person named Kirk Nugent that does these things. Mm -hmm. And I joined certain groups where those things were being talked about. I joined the Scream StreamYard group. I joined the Ecamm group. And I began to answer questions in the group. People, I joined two, both of those groups in particular. I joined Facebook several groups? others. Those are Facebook groups. But I joined those groups uh, based on someone sharing my video in the group because it answered a question in the group. Wow. So I began to be able to get familiar with other people who are in the industry, my industry, they weren't necessarily faith-based. They, you know, they're not necessarily in the church. Uh, they, they, they have belief systems of their own, but neither here nor there. We were bonded mm -hmm. around the fact that we're both into this particular yeah. thing. And once that happened for me, I began to realize like, oh, this is, this is a whole other world of opportunities out here to be able to use this gift for me to be able to serve Come on. at a larger scale than I would ever have been able to do if I stayed within the church. I think that a lot of us uh, mission-minded, ministry-minded entrepreneurs, right? Godpreneurs, if you want to use that term, are uh, suffer from the, 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 the desire to stay right within our, our faith community. Why? It's because it's, it's it feels safe. It's safe there. It's, you know, you, know these people are people are kind. Yeah, but what I've come to realize is that a person of faith, a Christian, um, holds qualities of integrity and honesty and um, being a person of their word. So those are qualities that are transferable in the business space. Absolutely. And those are qualities, let me be clear, businesses look for. Absolutely. Oh, you're a person of it's faith. It's your advantage. Boom, let me check this box. Yeah. Because they recognize you're going to comport yourself in a way that is above the, the standard that they will set for you. And so that that is in and of itself um, your your own cheat code. Find the groups, the spaces where your tribe exists, both the tribe you're serving and the tribe that's like you, and you can begin to uh, hang out with those people, understand some of the things that they do, let them understand some of the things that you do, and it really exposes you, opens you up to a, a world of opportunities. It was it was friends in those groups that said to me, "Man, why aren't you on Amazon?" Um, your approach to live shopping is totally different than anything I've ever heard before because I believe that it's never live shopping. I believe it's live solving. Mm. Everything that you would buy that I have is because you know it solved the problem for mm. me. Mm -hmm. So it's actually not live shopping. That's my approach. So when I share with somebody, hey, here's the stream deck and this enables me to run this entire podcast without having to stand at the producer desk without needing a producer, that solves the problem That's right. and now somebody's willing to buy it so that whole concept and that idea those are things that people were able to call out of me you would be good on amazon really then i tried it 
And then lo and behold, I was good on Amazon. Yeah. So those are things that I think that the exposure piece, I, I, I get a chance to mentor a lot of young guys, um, which I also recommend highly. If you're not mentoring, if you're not bringing somebody up behind you, you're doing the world a disservice. But when I talk to them, I tell them, especially at their ages, 19, 20, 21, 22, collect experiences like playing cards, mm. collect experiences like, like rare coins, collect experiences because you just don't know what you don't know. You don't know that you don't like that thing until you've done it. You don't know that you like that place until you've gone there. You don't know you like that mm. food until you've eaten it. Collect experiences. Those people who have a Rolodex of experiences have a lot to share, a lot of value to add whenever they're engaging with other people. That's good. And, and that's, I've seen you live that out in your life, <laughs> move to South Africa, you know, like this. Like that's, that's your life. Yeah. Now, let's talk about this. Monetizing, right? Monetizing. So Woo. you monetize through service, right? People are paying you mm -hmm. for the expertise, the service that you provide, That's right. right? That's right. What are what are other ways that you have monetized this ministry, this gift, this expertise? So it, I, I want to just say at the top level, it has opened doors for me to be able to work in places I never thought possible, okay. right? So currently serving as media pastor and digital content specialist. Right. At, so yeah. this is this is a good because one of my coaches said to me, I'm an employed preneur, right? I, I took a job recently as a business coach. Yes. And I'll be honest, you know, not not, not to take away from what you just said. No, please. Yeah. Sometimes we feel like, well, I have to go. Someone's paying me. I'm doing a job. Mm -hmm. Right. Maybe something's wrong. And she's like, no, you're an employed preneur. The skills you develop in your business you, Someone saw it enough that they're giving you a steady income. Right. You still have In, some freedom. Still have some freedom. Yeah. Yeah. That is so good. Yeah. Employeepreneur. I like that term because yeah. that is quite literally the way that I've structured both of those um, opportunities, media pastor and digital content specialist. Both I could not do full time because I knew I needed some latitude yeah. and some freedom yeah. Yeah. to continue to do what I do in my business. But those two opportunities would never have happened were it not right. for this so to me that's a portion of monetization okay. um another leg of monetization of course is those those links those uh recommendations somebody says hey what do you use for this i monetize that talk uh, about that hey uh, this is what i use and let me send you a link and yeah. if you use my link it will do nothing in terms of adding anything to the cost for you but it will do something for me mm -hmm. and so as a way of saying thanks to me for making that recommendation a lot of people do use those links and that money is deposited direct deposit into the account yeah. from, from amazon on a regular basis so that's another way that you can monetize you can you can share with people in your community how they can help you like how do you how do you how can you tangibly say thanks somebody may not have the money to pay for a, a full session with you right but one of the things I've done is do that session live so that the whole community can benefit. That person gets the session, but I get to showcase to the community, mm, this is what good. it looks like. That's good. That's monetization to me. Mm. Monetization doesn't always look like direct pay for yeah, service. Yeah, yeah. Monetization is, um, I like to call it this way, a steady stream of, of referral-based opportunities, a steady stream of referral-based opportunities, not necessarily income, because you make of the opportunity what you will. That's so good. If you don't follow up, you know, if you're not checking your DMs, if you, you're not active on the platforms, and that opportunity came and went. But but what I can guarantee is if you employ some of these things, as you, as you recognize what your service is, what your ministry is, and people have access to it, I think that's a major issue for a lot of people yeah, is, yeah. yes, a lot of people don't, haven't figured out what it is that they can, how they serve. 
right? They mm -hmm. haven't answered that question. Yeah, right. But the second piece, once you've figured out how you serve, you have you must figure out a way to let the world know. That's good. When people say to you, you're the best kept secret, they're not actually complimenting that's you. Not, mm. That's not a compliment. That's that's a plug because they don't want your prices to go up. Man, I hope nobody finds out about you. That's exactly what they're saying when they say you're the best kept secret. I want, hope nobody finds out about you because if they do, I know I'm getting ridiculous value uh, far above and beyond what you're charging me. And if the world finds out, I'm not going to be able to afford you anymore. That's good. So you've monetized <laughs> through the services you provide. Yep. You've monetized through being paid uh, by for jobs. Um, contracts, recommendations, recommendations, yeah, affiliates, right? yes, affiliate. affiliate links, yes. And I know you've done products, mm -hmm. Kirk. We want to get out on this. So you're in the content space. Content, yes. Talk to some of my people on here who have some challenges with content. Give us just two or three tips on content that they should be focused on yeah. to help them monetize their ministry. You want to. This is this is going to hit hard. I, I, I listen. I I apologize for whatever toes I'm in advance, on, right? <laughs> but you want to figure out what it is, uh, who you want to serve, and what is their problem. Um, and I and, and and let's just cut to the chase. Those two answers can be found in your own story, mm. and 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 that's the challenge for many of us. That's the challenge for many of us. That's the challenge you're facing right now. Is you're looking at, looking dead at me in the camera right now. You know what your issues are, and you know what your profile is. Write it down on paper. That's the person that God has uniquely designed you to serve. Mm. And, and so now it's up to you. Are you going to be obedient? Are you going to be obedient? I, a, a good friend of mine said, you know, the, the, the not this, actually not a good friend of mine. My dad said to me, you are uniquely designed and, 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 and um, bred to raise your children because your children have your DNA. Right. Because Ooh. your children will have your your Ooh. children will have your strengths and your weaknesses. Yeah. But the challenge for many parents is that they've never figured out how to wield that strength. Yeah. Or they've never figured out how to overcome the yeah. weakness. Ooh. And so they find themselves standing at the wall of their weakness, banging their heads on the wall next to their kids. Because you can't actually help them overcome. Apostles preaching on that one. And, and this is the Apostle's thing. I, 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 I just, I just, I'm so sold out on this piece, y'all. Your story, mm -hmm. God has placed within your story everything you need to find the people mm -hmm. that you are uniquely designed to help mm -hmm. because they're like you. Wow. And they struggle with the things you struggle with. Mm. People who resonate with me are, are OCD. One person was like, hey, they in the DMs. Do you have OCD? Yes. I saw you do something on the table. I do that too. So now I infuse that in the content. Mm. The reason why you have an issue with sharing content is because you're trying to make stuff up. I get it. I you don't get have it, to make it, up Kirk. your story. I get it. It's, so you're saying tapping into who you, you are, are helps you. The content yeah. Yeah. needs to flow out of it you. It needs to flow out of you. I love that. And when it comes out of you, it's natural. It's authentic. You. Nobody can't argue with somebody said to me the other day. I, well, I'm not an expert on this particular. You're an expert on you, though. Mm -hmm. Somebody can argue that maybe this didn't happen the way that it happened to you, but they cannot say that it didn't happen to you the way it happened to you. Ooh. I can't. You can't argue with me about my story. Yeah, that's good. So I get to be the expert on that. And here's the real clincher. I'm done on this. God has set it up in a way that only you can steward your story. That's right. That's good. No one else. Yeah, this is so powerful. Think about what, what uh, Kirk just shared. There is something that you've gone through in your own story that mm. God wants to redeem, mm. not just to help your own healing, but to help 
the healing of others, others who've gone through similar stories. And that's why this, that's why we're, we're, we're building this, this platform called Monetize Your Ministry. Mm-hmm. Because when you operate in that, and when you monetize it, you're able to increase not just your income, but your impact. Because you can do more of it because mm-hmm. you can give more time to it. Yeah. And this is important. This That's is why it. this is what's important about this. Kirk, wow. tell people how they can connect with you and tell them, you know, yeah, ways yeah, that yeah. you can serve them. Just Absolutely. Give them the links. Absolutely. So KirkRNugent.com is my website. Um, definitely head over there if you if you want to check me out. Uh, KirkRNugent.com slash card mm-hmm. will get you to my digital card and that will... Uh, there's all kinds of things on there. There's some of my courses that are on there. There's my ebook that's on there, okay, and of course some products. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and and then of course even uh, to book a session, right? You nice. can you can grab 15 minutes on the calendar. We can chop it up. But one of the things I want to say, especially to those who are subscribers of this particular platform, the fact that you're watching still right now mm-hmm. means that you know what that thing is in the back of your mind yeah. that that God has placed on your heart that you need to bring to life. Yeah. Do not. What what Kimon is doing here is being obedient to what God has called mm. him to do, and what God has called him to do is to set you up so that you can do what you oh, are that's called good. to do. That's good. And so I don't want you to miss that. Don't miss the resource here in this particular platform. Don't 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 waste time. Right? Yeah. Somebody, you know, I I always find it interesting. Somebody, I I will have somebody on the podcast on my own, and they will book a session. My my audience members will book a session with that guest. Mm-hmm. And then the guest will tell them, man, you should have booked with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do what I do from a content perspective, but what Kimon does is he helps people to bring ideas to life. Yeah, I love it. And I want to make sure you guys catch that. Man, I appreciate it. No, man. That's, Kirk, that's what it's about. Thank you, my brother. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, you heard it here. You have some ideas. God has put some stuff in you. Your ministry belongs in the marketplace. Go take and bring your ideas to life. Thank you for listening to the Monetize Your Ministry podcast with Kimon Hines. For more information, visit our website at www.monetizeyourministrypodcast.com. That's www.monetizeyourministrypodcast.com. Find us on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Please share this episode with someone who needs it. Let's increase our income and impact.